0: i Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame, Clarinet, Ned, and Carta. Clarin, maybe Clarinet.
1: Clarinet, yes. Sesame, Clarinet, uh, and Carta. <laughs> I had to change it again right now, and now I gotta go back to the... Oh, yeah. And Are, they op- change-
0: Are they open today? Probably not Sunday in Super Bowl, so I, I doubt it. But yeah. I'll just hang out there until they open. Yeah, we're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday, so go go team with the most points.
1: The, the superb owl. No, I actually I look forward to the game. I like football, yeah. not really, but I like it. At the same time, that makes any sense? I'm not sure if it does, but like I like it and don't like it. It's, yeah, it's a weird. Yeah. I, I like crowds cheering. Okay, for some reason that calms me, soothing for some reason. I don't know why. But maybe it's because I I want people to like cheer my name, so like and, I like crowds I don't know.
0: And then uh, and, and and if you're listening to this, I mean, obviously you're going to be listening to this after the Super Bowl. Um, you know, um, just just I think it's amazing what happened there with uh with Taylor Swift and all of the great, oh, yeah, uh, all, totally. all 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 the psyops and all the uh all, all the all, all the other stuff that she she did or didn't do, and um, you know that that Usher performance, man, I can't believe he did that thing, and uh and yeah, and, that thing and then and that, Bill Biden up and then yeah and then, then there's that that one that one uh play that the the one team did you know yeah, yeah. the red team they're both yeah. red so the yeah, red yeah. team did the red team the red I, I couldn't believe it when the red team won i was yeah, so happy me too yeah <laughs> or sad or sad depending on which one you like yes <laughs> i'm rooting for the
1: 49ers i'm still really pissed off the lions lost i'm so mad at them cuz man the lions have not been that close to the super bowl and they said like since the history of the super bowl i think and then they didn't even get to the championship game so you see the the championship used to be the big game and then they added the super bowl like in like the 1960s so like the lions they won the championship a bunch of times even browns they did the same thing and then once they did the super bowl neither team is it's like a curse was on both teams like they've never been to the super bowl they both have been to the championship game but they've lost each time the browns lost I think it was in the 80s. That was the last time they got that far. Then they lost to a really stupid play that ruined the whole game for them. And it was against, I think, the Denver Broncos. They always lose against the Broncos. I don't know why. Anyway, so I seem to know a lot about
0: football while claiming that I
1: don't, which is weird. I
0: don't know. I, 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 know I know absolutely nothing. So it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I know the team names and some of their histories. But beyond that, I don't care. I'm not even going to watch the Super Bowl. So. <laughs>
1: I just, I, you're not gonna watch you're gonna watch the superb owl instead yes that's what you're gonna watch you're gonna watch this owl just i'm around I'm, all the I, I'm gonna watch the uh gigantic dish there you go yeah that's cool And, you know, when it it comes to Super Bowls and other kind of games and parties, more often than not, um, alcoholic beverages are served. And I've heard it's important. It's yeah, it's important to drink responsibly. Of course, a lot of states now marijuana is legal, so that might also be passed around as a party party gift. I don't know. Um, hopefully not cocaine because that's illegal and also very dangerous but
0: like but mo- mo- for
1: the most part, most people aren't gonna be watching the Super Bowl with cocaine but
0: um but that gonna- that's why I watch it with crystal meth and yeah um, wait they're gonna be doing much cooler shit if they're using cocaine come on let's be
1: you know they're gonna start a business or some shit like that like dude what if we decided to like start our own jet ski oh sorry (laughs) i'm thinking of loki because i finally i finally finished loki that's another update finally finished loki after like three months of not watching it nice holy shit holy shit those last three episodes were fucking fantastic wow They, they, they were superb
0: um wow Anyway, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyways, t- today on the show, we're doing another very special episode where we are covering Family Ties season two, episode fourteen, called "Say Uncle." It was it, it originally aired on January twenty sixth, nineteen eighty four. Um, so almost uh, forty years ago, um, or actually yeah. over forty years ago.
1: Sorry, yeah, more than forty years ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: Tom. H- Tom Hanks was a very young man during this episode. Yes, uh, Tom Hanks was 28 when this was filmed.
1: Dude, that's the age I was was pinning him. Man, I I was thinking—I told my niece he's nine years old. No, he's 28. Okay.
0: Yeah, his character was 28 as well, but his uh, or 28 or somewhere around there. And but um. In reality, he's only five years older than uh, Michael J. Fox, who plays Alex. Oh, wow. So, uh, um, yeah, Michael J. Fox was 23 when this episode was filmed, playing, oh, wow. playing a 17-year-old. But also, Michael Gross and Meredith Baxter, who star in this show as uh, Alex's parents, they are 14 years older than uh, Michael J. Fox. So, they, they had him pretty young. And and, and, and weird, uh, weird trivia thing that you can just throw out to people, you know, all your family ties, friends... <laughs> Because, you know, Family Ties is a huge show in 2024. <laughs> Meredith Baxter and Michael Gross have the same exact birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, Wait,
1: just a little... So story. you're saying... Okay, you're, so you're saying that the, that the actors who played his parents are only 14 years older than Michael J. Fox were? Yeah. Okay, wow. They must have aged very poorly. No offense, but I could have <laughs> well, sworn his well, that, dad was
0: in a Like, think, I think it's more to the fact that... Um, I'd say more to the fact that his... Uh, that. Michael G. Fox looks really young for his age. Oh, true. Okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, so it. it I mean, I, I guess because like if he, if he was playing like six years older than he actually was, right? So if 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 you if you add those six years to his character, the parents could be that age.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Plus, too, they could have like made his hair gray a little bit on purpose to make him look a little bit older. Yeah, you know. Um and plus he's got a beard and shit yeah, so that might look good. If, if
0: if you watch uh, Family Ties the first season, Michael Gross does not have a beard. And I think okay. they made him grow the beard to make him look older. So Okay. Yeah. Um that makes sense. Any anyways, um so this episode was directed by Will Mackenzie and written by Ruth Bennett, and uh, Gary David Goldberg is also credited. I don't know if he had anything to do with it besides creating the show, so he also went on to create Spin City, co-create Spin City with Bill Lawrence, another Michael J. Fox, um, mm-hmm. joint and, um, <laughs> yep. Yep. joint man. If you want to see an interesting movie that Michael J. Fox is in, it's his last project that he ever acted in and it's called, uh, um, See You Yesterday. It's a, it's a time travel movie and he has like a small cameo in it. Um, I watched it randomly right after I watched this episode and I had no idea he was in the movie. So. <laughs> Yeah. So it's kinda of weird that all of a sudden I'm like, hey, it's Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 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 the reason that I was thinking of that being a joint there is makes because uh Spike Lee produced this movie that I saw. So oh, uh, I'm in Spike Lee joint, yeah. Yeah. Plus I just watched Malcolm X. So I've got all this in my head. Anyways, so what are your initial thoughts of this episode?
1: This is one of my favorite episodes of Family Ties and probably in general. I remember seeing this for the first time uh in 2018 well I may have seen it when I was a kid but like remembering it wise I was um <clears throat> yeah I was I was going through a family ties phase for some reason in like around March of 2018 and then I had um heard about this episode someone was talking about it online like one of my friends or something like that and so I went there and watched it and even though it's like about a serious subject just the way Tom Hanks acts is just so chaotic but like just yeah great Great acting, like um, like the type of character he's playing, like he just does
0: it. He portrays that that kind of personality, you know, really well. Yeah, he he's he's great in the episode, in my opinion. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think I think I think it still holds up. Oh yeah, definitely. I think so too. It's not.
1: It doesn't really feel that dated necessarily. I mean, like, no. I guess there is. A little bit because at one point point they're playing like uh trivia pursuit and they ask uh what what is the most um the country that drinks the most beer per capita and it said west germany uh, yeah before, which,
0: which doesn't exist before, you know. yeah so yeah i mean there, there, there are a few uh, dated references in there you know I've, I've seen yeah and everything but but i think it still holds up um the uh yeah so so what goes down in this episode here oh boy uh quite a bit
1: in a a short time span so the episode begins with jennifer she's the youngest daughter is practicing her clarinet and just absolutely horrible um and they're him him and um his mom and mallory are cutting up vegetables for for dinner and alex is like having like a full-on like meltdown like i can't take it anymore type of thing (laughs) and um and mallory Reminded him that he was so bad at the accordion that it drove his music instructor into a mental health crisis that resulted in them being institutionalized. And then they play a off for laughs, like a funny thing, like, ha ah, ha ha, you know, you're in the singing song. It's so funny, right? Get it? Mental health is funny, right? And then um, <laughs> he, he deflects responsibility by stating that his teacher already had mental health problems before he tormented them into insanity with this rendition of Lady of Spain. Uh, we'll, well as we go into the episode we'll we'll see that this type of skirting responsibility of one's actions is likely genetic because we'll see oh, uncle yeah. ned coming mm-hmm. so it, it seems like you know not only is addiction genetic but it seems like this also is maybe part of that which also might uh, you know that might underscore
0: why you know alex the hardcore conservative
1: anyway sorry but uh so that's a no well
0: i think so, mainly this is just i think the whole uh in a way, this show was even though he's a he's he's a kid. It was kind of like the reverse, uh, all, a reverse all in the family or something.
1: Well, it's it's the rebellion factor. Yeah, yeah. you're going to go
0: against parents no matter what they believe, right? So plus it was uh, it plus kidding. it was plus it was Reagan's America at the time. So yeah,
1: it, it was yeah Reagan yeah. So, oh, uh, so Alex has a severely unhealthy obsession with his uncle to the point of maybe that that should be addressed in therapy, perhaps. Yeah. Um, I know this time where therapy wasn't really utilized by many people unless they had like severe mental problems, but you know now it's, it's becoming a little bit more normalized. Anyway, so you know it's it's fine to look up to someone. I mean, you know, we all have idols and people we like to look up to and stuff. But his reaction. To his uncle Ned coming over is more of that of an attention-starved child, not a seventeen-year-old high school student of his caliber. I mean, he's going to be valedictorian and shit like that. He's got plans to run his own business, become rich and famous, all this stuff, and he's like acting like some five-year-old. Yeah, he's also been pestering his dad to get Ned a a job interview. His company—I'm not sure where he works. I forgot that aspect of the show. Oh, uh,
0: um uh um uh the dad works at WKS which is a uh PBS affiliate. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they I guess they're looking and, uh, for somebody for like a fi- they're they're looking for a financial a- analyst for uh mm. one of the uh local uh, newscasts which which is yeah, according okay. ac- according to uh them is the top ranked newscast in columbus so oh
1: wow well there you go okay and uh so uh, ned has been unemployed for about a year or two at this point because he
0: he works with finance and he was actually like pretty high in the hierarchy chain yeah and he 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 appeared in an episode in the first season too so he's like oh he did two two seasons yeah in the first episode there was like this whole fbi sting and stuff like that trying to find him and everything so yeah
1: yeah. And so Ned basically committed a, a crime but he did it for the right reason. So at his last job he was the well Alex says he was vice president but later on Ned said he was junior vice president. So I'm not sure if that's the same thing or if that was like a writing mistake. I'm not quite sure. Or like,
0: or, or it could just be that he said vice president, you know, but you know it's junior yeah. vice president and vice president kind of the same thing.
1: Yeah. Right, could be like the whole like assistant to the manager um assistant manager type of thing for the office. Like what I mean? Like they matter. So so what Ned did was he his company he worked for was gonna do a merger with another huge corporation. And they weren't gonna really tell I guess any of the employees and a lot of people were going to basically get fired because of this merger. So Ned decided to hide $4.5 million into like a company computer or some kind of data server. I'm not really sure. And um, in order to stop it, which I think is kind of weird because like even in the 1980s, $4.5 million was not that much money for a corporation. So yeah, I'm not really sure that would have prevented them from doing the merger. Like, you know, uh, but, but, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on how big the company was too. Yeah. that's um, you know, That's
1: true. So. This pretty much got him a felony, or at least maybe, maybe he got off without a felony. Basically, he's kind of like on a blacklist now. Like, a, nobody hired this guy for finances, even though he's like, according to the, according to Alex again, because Alex has like an unhealthy obsession with them. Um, <clears throat> that he was, he spoke in front of the World Bank at one point. He's so, I mean, this is that kind of a big deal. I mean, if you're talking to the World Bank. You're not just some, oh yeah, analyst. You're you're someone who's you know up and coming or already someone who was already there and um <clears throat> which is weird to me because um in this show alex is a reaganite capitalist so yeah. i find it odd that he's happy and proud of his uncle for essentially doing a revolutionary act that can almost be seen as like progressive and socialist in the aspect of like hey man i've got to fuck this corporation over because they're trying to screw the workers whereas reagan that was kind of his whole thing and alex likes reagan anyway okay um or well, yeah. maybe it's just because he wants Ed so much that he's willing to look past his own political beliefs because he idolizes Ed so much. Could be that I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so what else happens after this? I kind of went over a little bit here in, in the beginning.
0: Okay. So so Ned, uh, you know, he he comes in to the to the house. Everybody's excited after Jennifer was thrown out of the house to play her clarinet outside. Oh, yeah. Outside, you know, for some reason. Um. It's Ned. Ned. Dark. Ned comes in and he arrives with uh you know the. So so the, the Keatons are there with their arms wide open for him, but he's got two garbage bags in his arms for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what that was uh. I don't understand why he has two trash bags. I don't know if his clothes were in those or what it was. But uh so they they uh they, they all like catch up on these old times. Uh Steven reminds him that there's this uh lucrative job at WKS. Um, and, uh, that is kind of excited because, you know, maybe he can get his life back on track or something. He seems like, mm-hmm. and he wants to celebrate with some beer, five, course, why not? five fucking cans to start. Like, did, yep. like anyone didn't see this problem to begin with is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, yeah, like they're
1: bat an eye that he's like, tells Alex, like, and then he's like, "All right, put this one back in the fridge.
0: I'm taking the 5 I'm like, mm, "Okay." <laughs> I mean, that's funny. That's funny when somebody's got a cake and you take one slice out and then take the rest of the cake, but not when you're. Yeah, it's <laughs> no. hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> yeah and uh, so the night before the uh, interview, they they, they they go out and they're they're playing like Trivial Pursuit and games and stuff like that. And uh, right, um, and and his beer consumption just keeps getting more and more as they're mm-hmm. as as they're playing this and uh but you know it's it's no big deal you know no big deal um, no it's just it's just having fun yeah just <clears throat> celebrate it's a celebration mm-hmm. just drinking mm-hmm. because you know drinking a lot of beer helps you play trivial pursuit in the ages.
1: uh it does in you have age, to you ages. gotta get a good yeah. bug
0: on to <clears throat> you know what else yeah. you know what else helps you play trivial pursuit yeah. if, if 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 you're really bored and it's before the internet and you have a you have the box there Um, or before you have like a lot of access to the internet and and you're like really weird like I am and you take all the cards and you memorize all the answers oh of course I I I went through my trivia pursuit that I had I literally Mm -hmm. I literally memorized every answer to it and then when we then when we would play I would win every time
1: (laughs) hey there's no rule against learning no there isn't
0: it's basically research
1: it is you're not really cheating you're studying essentially yeah um Mm -hmm. It's like you know what else is completely healthy and normal though is the fact that Dad literally finds any excuse he can have to drink and keeps saying celebration or um it's when like, it's like hey I have off.
0: a I have a hangnail let's have a beer like, what?
1: yeah it's <laughs> like what he like his excuses get more and more like ridiculous as the episode like if there's no context for him whatsoever and like so they're playing Trivial Pursuit and then I mentioned earlier about how he got the answer wrong about West Germany and he's like oh well. They got us beat there. Oh, it's our patriotic duty to have another beer. It's like, is it? Is it? Right. I don't know.
0: <laughs> they, <laughs> okay. they, they, they also have us beat on Holocausts too. Did we have to compete with them that way, too? I mean, <laughs> like, well, I'm not sure now because
1: the way our government's funding the genocide, but we might.
0: Well, but that, we might but then fight. again, there, there also was the whole like, trial of tears and all that other stuff, too, that we've done. Oh, of course. But, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Know. With, you know, within our borders. Anyway, but, um, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're not going to go there. Um. Anyway, so... <laughs> the um the uh so 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 the night before the interview um alex uh is up late studying so he goes down to the uh the dark kitchen to make himself a snack he doesn't turn the lights on and unknown to him ned is sitting at the table you know he's been sitting there most of the night obviously unable to sleep and is drinking a bottle of pure vodka in the dark yeah in the dark like you know a normal person like, yep yeah um or like a crazy person more like it um so so he startles alex and almost gives him a fucking heart attack alex practically like breaks the door off the fridge when he's so startled and i um, would do that I've didn't see anyone someone just
1: screams hungry alex like like what the f- <laughs> Yeah. the <laughs> <Like, laughs> like,
0: i would be like what the hell is going on here man I mean last night I was really hungry and I got I went into my kitchen and uh Tom yeah. Hanks Tom Hanks was sitting at my kitchen table. But that happens all hungry the time. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Hungry Mike And I'm just like also too Yeah, I'm like, How'd you get in my kitchen?
1: Yeah, exactly. I broke in. He he um he's got he's got magic powers. Can I make a small point though about the the quote-unquote midnight snack that Alex is making for himself? Yeah. Okay, it looks like he took, like, half of the refrigerator contents out and put it... That's not a snack. That's, like... That's a, a meal. Of, like, <laughs> like, and then, and he's got, like, a whole thing of tomatoes, lettuce, like, a whole thing of ham, it looks like, at one point. Yeah.
0: And well, like, he on, I mean, he's not- probably making a sandwich, I mean, I'm assuming, but yeah. still. Probably but still that's but, kind of, you know, yeah. I don't know. When I think I of, when I think of a snack in the middle of the night, I think of like a bag of Doritos or something, but I don't know. That's
1: yeah, something like that. Um and um and also too, I wanted to make a small point about earlier when um yeah. they're drinking the beer and like for some reason they did this Tom Hanks, I mean, Ned and Steven, just this Alex's dad, they were gonna drink a beer together and they like did this weird thing where they were like opening their cans at the same time and like like doing this weird like dance thing and like grunting like i don't understand i don't know what that was supposed to be it was just really uncomfortable to watch because like i don't know if they were like it was supposed to be like them joking about the fact that they're drinking like i don't know if that was
0: part of the the joke or whatever yeah um i i don't know because i don't drink so
1: well it's just like the way they're they're like like (laughs) like like, just like it was weird like i don't know who wrote that in or maybe that was an improvised thing with Tom Hanks and and Michael, um, Michael Gross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um by the way, also he's in all those Tremor movies. Oh yeah, uh, Tremor. Michael Gross is uh, awesome. So yeah. Which uh, you yeah. might want to check out our episode from 2020 um where we did Tremors 2, I think is what
0: it was. Um uh, uh, I'm that one's I think one of our lost episodes. So yeah. Oh one, no. So, yeah. Oh, damn it. I'll we'll, we'll have to, I'll have to look and see because I don't yeah. think I don't think we ever released it because I think it the the uh the File became corrupted, so oh yeah. man, that
1: yeah. sucks. That was a really good one, too.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, oh well, oh well. Sometimes lightning can strike twice, so maybe, yeah, we'll 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 re record it in a yeah. couple of years or something. Um, <laughs> a couple of years from now, you know, whatever. <laughs> by the time I by the time I forget what the movie's about, um, <laughs> exactly. Anyways, uh, those are just my little side notes, yeah. That I to... So, so, so while they're there, Ned offers to. You know it's like let's go on out for a beer run you know at 2 a.m right. yeah let's ned you need help you know is what i'm got written in my notes yeah. yeah yeah so yeah um so so then he goes and he raids the pantry in a desperate attempt to consume anything that's in there with alcohol mm-hmm. first he finds uh he, he brings up like all of the containers that have alcohol in it like like uh some artichokes and some maraschino strokes. cherries and and uh then he <clears throat> he he he's downs a whole bottle of vanilla extract yes. which has alcohol in it. Um apparently and, and he says because right. it might not be Miller time but it's vanilla time. Oh God,
1: I love that line. That's like my yeah. favorite line I'm gonna say that now. But before that though, so I wanted to mention really quick that he so he he, he asked Alex on two separate occasions within a thirty second time span to drink with them. Yeah. Alex is seven years old. He's a minor. Uh-huh. And and he, he says, Come have a drink with me. It'll make you feel better. And then Alex is like, uh no. And then he's like, Why, why are you up so late? And he's like, Oh, I got an economics exam. And then that says Oh, that calls for another beer. What's why would having an economics exam why Why wouldn't your nephew have an economics exam call for you to drink another beer? Like, now, like, that's what I'm saying. Now, the excuses is make no sense. Like, like, you know, like, oh, it's snowed outside, might as well drink some vodka. Like, what? Like, what's the connection? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the drinking age in Ohio at the time was 19. So he was still, he was still, age. he was still underage. I was just looking it up. I was trying to figure out, and I think it, it might have been nineteen yeah. or it might have been twenty one, but it was definitely not seventeen. Um So I mean, it's like he's sitting there trying to, you know, entice his underage nephew again, who is who
1: idolizes him, mm-hmm. with an addictive substance that is illegal for him to consume at that age. It's not good, Ned. Come on, yeah. Like, want to throw your own life away? I guess go ahead, but you know, don't don't try to rope Alex into this, man. Yeah, you know. I'm...
0: Then he offers, he offers to help, um, help Alex with his economics exam, you know, because this is something he knows about, but Alex declines because he's like, you know, noticing that Ned is drunk. And, uh, then, you know, when, when he declines politely, Ned grows completely hostile and goes on this rant about how he, how he thinks that Alex doesn't think he has it anymore and You know, and and, and screams at him for all of his failures and stuff, and he's basically, like, blaming everybody else, and then he's, like, saying saying that he's just, like, you know, like a goody-goody like his mom and all this other shit, so it's, like...
1: Like, you're trying to tell me what to do. And the other thing, too, is he keeps referring to it his,
0: himself as Uncle Ned, like, five
1: times during this rant. Yeah. Like, it's weird like to say, like, you don't like me anymore. He's like, you're, you're embarrassed of your Uncle Ned, huh? You don't like your Uncle Ned anymore? It's like, you can just say you don't like me <clears throat> anymore.
0: You don't have to yeah. yourself as that. Like, you know. <laughs> well, whenever I'm hanging out with my nieces and nephews, I just say, <laughs> I just say, I just say, hey, you know, Uncle Mike is here. Can you get Uncle Mike a, a drink? Um, Can you, uh... <laughs> no.
1: You get come like, five beer or five yeah. Mountain Dew, Code Red or something, yeah. and then like put the other one in the fridge or whatever. Yeah. That's like your favorite drink, or one of your favorite drinks. Uh, yeah. Then do- Dr Pepper and uh, yeah, I
0: don't like Dr Pepper, but yeah.
1: Oh, you don't? Okay, no, you y- y- you do. No, I I, I know I like. It. I thought you liked it too. No, me. I
0: I, I am I'm a Pepsi and Mountain Dew kind of guy, but uh, right, yeah, it, yeah. Co- Code Red, yeah, but um, yeah, Pepsi's my my jam. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. Yeah, there's something about Dr. Pepper. I will drink it if I have to, but yeah. it's like there's something about the taste that I, I don't even know what the taste is. It's like cola tastes like cola. Just still like you know, it? Yeah. yeah, Mountain Dew is citrus. You know, I don't know what Dr. Pepper is. <laughs> so, right, um, it's... It's Street. just a random mystery. What? So um basically um we knew that in a previous episode it was revealed that he had embezzled 4.5 million dollars from from his company and everything and uh so he uh you know needs a job he for sure doesn't you know he he keeps saying that i don't have it anymore and my thought was yeah you definitely don't have that 4.5 million anymore (laughs) right (laughs) it's gone Uh yeah the so so the morning of the interview Ned is like sobered up to the point where elise doesn't even notice that there's anything weird um elise is his is is the mom his sister so he leaves the room to get ready and alex uh alex is there and he, he he discloses to Elise about what happened the night before and how he's concerned with uh, that he might have a drinking problem, that Ned might have a drinking problem. However, Elise brushes it off and and says, and basically says, so does Steven. So, so, So now, you know, she's implying that her husband is and i'm just like you know my you know and and like steven brushes it off too and you know she's like yeah whatever yeah and and it's just like i'm like my response when i watched it i actually just said to the to the to the tv great parenting there, hippies anyway so um or <laughs> former hippie because now they're middle class yeah Reagan- we're well, not Reganites oh no but, they're, um, they're
1: not reaganites they're definitely they're no they're
0: they're definitely they're liberal. liberal
1: yeah um they're liberals, but they're middle class liberals, so they have abandoned their hippie revolutionary ways to become yeah. bourgeoisie pieces of shit. No, I'm just kidding. No,
0: and um, uh, uh, now they they just had kids and they needed to take care of them. So
1: <laughs> I just want to say that's what happened. No, that's what happened to a lot of the the. Yeah. the
0: but the, at least they didn't. The, at, at least thing. they didn't become yuppies. So
1: no, that's what i was saying. They 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 retained their values, but in a way that was more feasible to having a family, mm-hmm. and so they they had to make uh, that compromise to go half seized on it. You know, which I. I understand. I was just joking, um, but like, too, like, like the way Ned acts though is that like he is like like completely manic. Like he's he's jumping from total elation to anger to making jokes to crying all within like a minute time span. Like he is he is not doing well at all. And like at one point, I don't even think he understands what reality is because. Mm-hmm. He first tells Alex to leave the kitchen of his own home because he's irritating him. And then he's like, no, you know what? Fine. I'll leave. I'm going to go out. And then he yells taxi at the top of his lungs inside the kitchen.
0: Yeah. I wasn't sure he if he was trying to be funny or if he seriously thought that he could call a taxi.
1: I don't know. He looked like he was serious. I don't know. And then and the other thing, too, about that. OK, so I know I know I'm kind of being picky here, but like how is none of the rest of the family hearing what's going on right now during this whole thing? like that yeah. is like chairs around
0: he's like <laughs> like you know it, it's it's a little known fact about the keaton house the kitchen is soundproof it's so um... i guess so <laughs> they, they they have the harry potter
1: spell that just makes yeah. sure you can't hear the movie lotto curse or whatever
0: yeah
1: because like yeah Ned's screaming taxi, he's throwing chairs around he's like threatening alex being acting very menacing and aggressive towards them and yeah. then he'll immediately look to a joke and hug him, and then he's like immediately he's irritable, and then he's like, "Fine, I'll leave." And then he like does this like awesome sauntering move where he takes his cherries. He's like, "More cherries for me!" And he like, "Oh God!" Like you just gotta see it. It's, it's hard to explain. You gotta see him do the saunter. It's like it's a, such a cool walk, and it's like the thing is though, it totally, it totally looks like what someone would do when they're super drunk and like think, like trying to be funny. Like it just yeah. looks like that someone would do in that situation okay. um and uh but anyways i didn't mean to interrupt you. oh no you're I, good i got i got my show notes so i'm just looking through some oh, of yeah. these like
0: added details that i i've discovered the second time i watched it <clears throat> so uh so then you know um ned comes back in um he uh he pours some vodka in his orange shoes uh-oh screwdriver yeah um which he randomly found in his jacket his suit coat jacket mm mm-hmm. A mini bottle of vodka, you know, because it's yeah, sitting there. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that if you go to like Men's Warehouse and get yourself a suit, it doesn't come with a bottle of vodka in it.
1: Unfortunately, no. It does come with a bottle of whiskey, though. Oh, like really weird. Bad, weird. bad.
0: whiskey not doesn't taste good. Not, and, not, uh, not like not like top shelf or <laughs> anything. No,
1: no. No, this is something that addicts do a lot. They'll they'll hide things or or they'll stash them into different and places. Mm -hmm. for one thing either to hide it from their spouse or their family but also to hide it from themselves, so that they don't, they don't, they don't use it all up at once. So then they like, oh, I found this like six months later. Awesome, here's a treat for myself. That kind of thing, you know, a little bit. So like that could have been him like just hiding, stash that away in the suit pocket or whatever,
0: you know. It, it, it's like an Easter egg hunt, but you know, well, it is a little
1: bit because it yeah. well, it's because think about it. if you, if you're yeah. if you're an act something and and you have finite resources or you just don't want to have to go for like a beer run or a drug run or whatever, you know, and you know that you have obviously you have. Discipline issues that you just run through it all at once if you can yeah you know it it is a smart thing to to hide stuff from yourself so that not not because you want to quit necessarily but because you later on want to be able to find that stuff later so you don't have to go especially if you're talking like illegal substances where there's like a certain risk factor of, of purchasing them with alcohol it's different but like for example if i wanted to buy you know percocets or whatever you know I'm not going to want to go to a dealer every single time to get that shit because there's the risk of being arrested or shot or beaten up or whatever. So, you know, a lot of addicts will hide these things even from themselves. See, that's the other thing about this episode. Even though it's really funny, they actually are depicting a lot of addict behaviors very...
0: Um yeah. So uh anyways, um Elise, like, you know, is concerned has a little bit of a raised eyebrow when this comes to the whole uh, you know, um screwdriver and the OJ. And um she uh no that would have probably uh solved uh Nicole's murder. But anyway, so um wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow <laughs> wow yeah would have prevented it if there was a screwdriver in the oj anyway so the um i mean technically it would have yes yes just uh, from a factual biological perspective yes yes um so at the uh so she's like you know questioning and he uh he's like fine i can quit i can quit and he throws it down the sink um so you know it's like okay so everything's good now <laughs>
1: But man, no nitpick. I'm sorry. I sorry. I keep interrupting you. Oh, go ahead. Nitpick is that he didn't even rinse the glass out, and that bothered the shit out of me. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, dude, you just leaving the glass there, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know what bothered me earlier? There was a point where Alex, I or 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 uh, or Ned or something earlier in the in the show threw something in the garbage can there was no garbage bag in the garbage can he <laughs> just threw it just bothered me I'm like why isn't there a garbage can- bag in your kitchen garbage it can? was um <laughs> it
1: was Mar- Valerie's day for the chore and she forgot to do it to yeah like that <laughs> another interesting thing about this episode is it's there's not mallory's not really in it that much at all neither Um, jennifer's
0: hardly jennifer's a little bit more but not much so so anyway speaking of jennifer and mallory right after that um they uh they gift um ned with uh the ugliest pair of argyle socks i've ever seen (laughs) that's right yes i just saw the movie argyle but um anyway so (laughs) totally not connected but um, yeah. at, um, so so then we, we arrive at the station. Ned arrives there like completely drunk and nice. makes makes a fool out of himself in the interview with uh with Stephen and Steven's boss, Mr. Wurtz. Um, so he even forgets to wear the ugly socks that the kids got him. Uh, but don't worry though, he did bring them inside a pocket in his jacket. It's still in
1: his pocket. Yeah, after, after yeah, you put them in there. Mm-hmm. He gave it to him. Yeah. And um, he, he forgot all about
0: that because he he found his vodka in the other suit pocket and then that, that made him yeah. get all about <clears throat> you know. Most suits, like if I if I ever start a suit company, it's gonna come with vodka and Argyle socks. It has to. It's it's the law. And I'm gonna call we them, call, we call, I'm, I'm gonna call the suit the Uncle Ned. We call it Ned's law, or yeah, suit the <laughs> uncle. Um. Anyway, so uh, he he like you know totally like um creates a bunch of havoc in the in the meeting, uh, throwing chairs around and trying to play his nie- niece's clarinet at one time, crawling under the boss's desk and another, etc. You know, it's just like totally like it's a whole manic show. behavior. Like yeah, like he's pushing the boss to the side so he could sit
1: in the front of the desk. Like at like he's the boss at mm-hmm. one point. He sits next to Mister Wirtz and then. He pretends that the two of them are interviewing Steven for a job, even though Steven already works there and he's the one that got the interview mm-hmm. for dead in the place. Um, he's just going nuts. Like he's um he's like screaming at one point. Um he he accuses Mr. Wirtz of goofing around that he has to take things seriously. It's like, dude, what, read the rune, man? Like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and, and works like basically ends the thing and 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 Ned's acting like, you know, he's the one that's gonna, you know, make the decision. So he says, I'll let you know in a, in a few days to Mr. Wirtz about the interview. And I'm just like, okay. Um, he totally, you know, embarrasses Steven and Mr. Wirtz is like very pissed off. So, yeah.
1: I would sort of got I would never, okay, maybe I would if they were having like a severe mental health crisis, but I wouldn't even talk to someone again if they
0: did that to me and embarrass me like that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd be like, "Dude, we're done, man." <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was "Like, I don't care if you're my wife's brother, I'm not going to talk to you again."
1: Like that was just that was hard to watch, man. Like yeah. he was acting so, so manic and so just unhinged. I mean, like, again, you got to watch the episode yourself to really see his acting. Because again, he's acting, his acting is so chaotic in this episode. But again, it kind of, it kind of, because like there, there are like, the, like they call like the happy drunk or the, or the jokey drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of like his personality is like everything is a joke basically when he's drunk. But then those mood swings can happen too, where it's like it snap into like anger, depression or whatever, you know? So he's kind of, he's, He's sort of being like, I'm the
0: funny uncle who likes to party. That's kind of his his personality, you know? Yeah. So after this all, um, Ned comes home, com- comes uh, back to the Keaton's house, I should say, and uh, he acts basically like there was nothing wrong, like things went he built the interview man he he did it good yeah and uh so then steven comes home it basically uh makes his brother-in-law realize what happened and what he had done and uh and i've never been drunk myself but i have a question can it make you think things happened a way different than they actually have
1: see that's i don't know that's that's the part too i was wondering because i've never been drunk either well no, i was drunk one time but it was by accident because i (laughs) so i had um it was 4th of July in 2015 i got i got a good memory about weird dates okay it's, it's mm-hmm. my my mind like that so i was it was 4th of July 2015 and uh and we had some whiskey and i um i put like a double or triple shot into like a big thing cuz i was going to drink it over like a long period of time and then I had some Dr. Pepper with me, but the Dr. Pepper was flat, and so it tasted like shit. Then I felt bad, like, well, I, I just wasted all this alcohol. I might as well drink it as fast as I can because I hate the taste. <laughs> and so I got way too drunk way too fast, ended up vomiting, and then I felt better. And then I watched The Angry Video Game
0: nurse for a couple of hours, and that was the only time yeah. I was drunk. That's, that's what, an interesting little story. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. But yeah, I mean, it, the thing is, like, I've heard of people blacking out, but I've never. I don't know if I've really heard much of people like completely remembering things completely different than they happened. You know, that so. just
1: sounds like a like a personality thing more so than a, yeah than an actual alcohol. I mean, I don't know. Again, cause I don't know. It, it, is, could, uh, it or, could happen. Is it? It could. I mean, it just depends on how. Your, your your brain and body um, responds to alcohol as well. Plus there's different types of alcohol too that can actually cause like minor hallucinations or or like their dreamlike states like absinthe, for example. Um, yeah. That, that can do that. But like the other thing too I wrote down is, so he brought a bottle of champagne to quote celebrate because he thought he killed the interview. Yeah. And he told Alex to open it for him. And I wrote this because it's this a serious question is dad trying to groom Alex into alcoholism he's always asking Al- Alex to be the one who serves the yeah. alcoholic every single time it's alex i don't isn't mallory even older than alex technically so why not her you know
0: i don't know i can't remember their birth order but yeah the um if if alex is the oldest or the second oldest but um the uh but still even even that i mean it, it could be to the fact just just to the fact that uh mallory's barely in the episode um yeah that's true yeah she was hardly in it yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, Justine Bateman had something going on that week. You know, um, who knows? So...
1: There's, a, there's another episode though. It's all about Uncle in the title, and it's it's about her. So that's interesting. You have two. Oh, yeah, Uncle Stoke. The other
0: one's kind of a little bit worse than this one. But... Yeah, I I, I I plan to cover that again. I cover cover that yeah, one yeah, in the future. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we, we got this, uh, you know, um, he basically tells him, you know, what, like, what happened, Steven does. And then, you know, Ned lapses into this rant about how he never had a realistic chance of getting the job, which Steven basically says is not true. And it's kind of implied that he was going to get the job until he blew it. So, right, and, uh, like <laughs> and then, um, and then he, he basically says that he no longer matters and will never be able to be the man he once was. And Steven, um, gives no Ned, a, a sober dose of reality, and basically says, You're an alcoholic, you have an illness, and it'll kill you if you don't get any help, right? And uh, he's like, Yeah,
1: don't care, he says, I don't care. So he's like self destructing. This is weird too, because um, thinking this would help for some reason, Alex pulls out a bunch of newspaper clippings about Ned's career that he just has in his wallet all times, and okay. And even Ned realizes how bizarre this hoarding habit is, and then he just throws him in the fireplace. Because that's kind of weird, isn't it? That your nephew has newspaper clippings? Well, see... Like what Walker would do, almost? like.
0: See, I hope all of that, My all my nephews and nieces have clippings of all of my accomplishes in their wallets. I, okay. I'm i definitely going to have to ask them the next time I see them. That That isn't a weird thing to do, is it at all?
1: It is. And also what's <laughs> really weird, too, going back to... The unhealthy obsession that Alex has with Ned, and which is you know he, Ned's not being a great role model, is that you know when he was trying to quote unquote hint to his father to get Ned the job interview, he wallpapered his parents' bedroom with Ned's resume. That's concerning behavior. Like that's like I think mental may, health issues. Like that that may family.
0: have been an exaggeration though.
1: No, no, it's not. My head can't even happen. <laughs> and then I, I was like, <laughs>
0: No, you're, you're probably right. <laughs> probably just meant that he like left a few copies of it around their bedroom. But, <laughs> like, nope, nope, it happened. Okay, it
1: happened. <laughs> he walked in the whole bedroom. That's a big resume if you think about it. Like, wow, how many jobs does this guy had? Like, that's the of,
0: pro- like I'm, I'm, I was but... assuming if they if they did actually wallpaper the room, it was probably several copies of the resume. Um, so well, that would be that. Yeah, that would be yeah. <laughs> Um. So, uh, yeah. Ned Ned grabs those clippings and he throws them in the fire. Yeah, in the fireplace, which I had forgotten happened, but I saw it coming because I was like, "Why is the fireplace on?" Right, sitting there, like waiting, <laughs> yeah. waiting for someone, waiting to for something it. to happen. It's yeah, Chekhov's fireplace, and um, yeah. the uh, <clears throat> so um, you know, and Alex tries to stop him from doing that, and then Ned Ned finally like you like shouts at him, "Leave me alone." And um, as he's doing that, he slaps Alex so hard that he flies halfway across the room, nearly hitting his head on the arm of the sofa, but landing safely after he bounces off the sofa cushions.
1: Of course. That's a hard slap. You know,
0: and and, and so so here's the thing. Ned could have killed him. So this is the reason I never compliment anybody in my family. Yeah. Because, Because, you know, they might get upset at me for complimenting them and then uh you know knock me across the room yeah mm-hmm. so uh Drew, yeah um so what else happens here
1: uh demon basically says you know either he gets some help or he's just pretty much like out of the family like he's not welcome in the home anymore and then so ned does the very special episode type of thing where they, they do like where they there's silence instead of like the immediate themes on the show at the end he he calls aa on this really bright yellow telephone they have for some reason and then um then he cracks another joke he's like would you be interested in subscribing to the columbus dispatch or some kind of newspaper newspaper, yeah they're kind of like looking at him, like "Come on, Dad, be serious." And then he's like, uh, "My name is Ned Donnelly, and I have a drinking problem." As he cries and it freeze frames, and then there's no music for like ten seconds. Then it goes into the theme song.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's the whole episode. So, so, so my, my my a little stray observation here too. So if only Elise had listened to Alex early in this episode, mm-hmm. she could have prevented this child abuse that Ned did. She could have yeah, so uh,
1: avoided the so, potential murder. Um,
0: so I think the child protective services should take the kids away from these hippies. I think so.
1: Um you you could <laughs> take the you could take the hippie out of the um out of the commune but you can't take the commune out of the hippie, you know. So yeah. um, you know, they they might they might live a middle class, you know, life and have good paying jobs. That's the other thing too that always makes me sad about these shows in the eighties is that like their lifestyle is like so good in comparison to most people's now for the jobs that they had and the pay that they received for their jobs. Yeah, but it's <laughs> so like but, how-
0: but even then I not- think even then I think it was glorified for what it was because I think more families in the eighties were like the family in Rose and then they were like the you know the huxtables on cosby show or something you know probably yeah, yeah. So my final thoughts here on this episode, too, is that um, we have this happy ending, maybe, because we never, maybe. See, we, we never see Ned again on the show. So my theory is that either he got so much better that he became rich and forgot about his family, <laughs> or he died of alcoholism in a gutter somewhere, oh, babbling uh, about how his weird nephew used to save clippings of him in his wallet. They'd be like, sure, buddy. He's like, no, he did. He had all these news. Look, I mean, I threw him in the fireplace. I can't show you to now. And there's
1: no internet. So I can't pray him out for you, but um that would be sad. Or a third option is that he went Buddhist and then joined the monastery and he's like just dedicated his life to like meditation and like just living peacefully along with nature and with, with the Buddha nature.
0: And and, and to pay and Alex back, he has a he has a shrine to Alex at this temple. Yeah, he has like yeah. a shrine out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that he he offers a slight alcoholic (laughs) beverage in order to groom him into adults. It's like in a major league that, uh, like when, uh, Sorrento, like, you know, gives rum to that, uh, Joe Boo. Or
1: oh uh, Joe Boo? <laughs> yeah. Joe Boo? Yeah. And then the, the pitcher drinks the rum and he ends up getting a fucking baseball bat thrown out of his face. Yeah.
0: Like, there you go. You fucked with Joe Boo's gifts. okay? It hey, was for him. Do you, th- my, my, my question about this is because this is a very special episode, do you think mm-hmm. it made its point?
1: I think so. I mean, it was, again, his acting was very chaotic and it was kind of played for laughs, but I also think that a lot of people probably have known someone in their life who has that kind of personality because i had a friend i mean i still have a friend uh who was like that uh when he would get drunk he was like he would just like he'd be full of jokes and he he would just be like it was almost like he could think like really quick kind of speak despite being inebriated but like yeah and then like though so once the alcohol would sit in it would be kind of like a depression thing going on mm-hmm. you know so it's like I think a lot of people had probably known someone, maybe not maybe not to like the extreme behavior he was doing in the show, but like something that's similar to that, you know?
0: I've, I've known alcoholics who have had different different ways of dealing with it. You know, some, some that, you know, were really happy and then became really angry. Some that were really happy and became depressed. Some that were just mean right off the bat. Some that were just depressed off the bat. Right. So, some that woke up at random hours in the night and made bacon. And, um, that yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. And, uh... so, yeah. <laughs> so, so you never know <laughs> what people. Well, I remember that story. Was that was
1: that your roommate?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I had a roommate for a short time who uh, he, he used to get high a lot, but he also used to get drunk a lot too, and he would make bacon a lot. So, uh, right. yeah, this was ages ago. So, yeah, weird times. But yeah, I, I think I think it, it it worked, and I think it does kind of hold up. Um, it might be a little bit funny version of alcoholism, but I think it does prove the point that, you know, you're, you're better than alcohol, you know, as a person, you need to get past it and stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. All right. You think it'd be all right if I were to post like these show notes on our page, like after the episode, like just like if you wanted to read
0: my notes or whatever. Actually here's an idea. Why doesn't everybody check out our Patreon? And I'm going to add that as a as a perk. Yeah, there we go. You got to pay for it. Sorry. Yeah. So, so you know, if 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 you give us even just a dollar a month, one of the perks you get is you can get uh, Sesame and maybe my notes for our episodes. I mean, we hate to dangle in front of
1: you, but you know, we do a lot of stuff for free. So, you know, we need yeah. to get paid something. Mm-hmm. So, so you yeah, know. It,
0: it'd be a good benefit if you're interested in that. If there's any other kind of perks you would like for us to add to our Patreon, just uh, send me a mes- message at Mike at CullenPark.com. Also, um, go to All2Real2.com where you can find everything about the show. You can find our Patreon there as well. It needs to be updated. I know it's the Cullen Park uh, Patreon, but, you know, there's other things you can get besides just stuff for our podcasts. You know, you can check out everything there. There's links to all of our social media. There's also links to... All of the different places you can um, listen to the show. Let us know if any of that stuff's interest to you um, about our show notes and everything. Also, uh, be sure to follow us. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or wherever you can. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Check out our tea Public as well. We got some merchandise there. Do it. Until next time, folks, just remember, I love you. Alex really loves Uncle Ned. <laughs> and Sesame loves you. And until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to
1: All Too Real Two Podcast. A Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.